You're listening to the Enneagram and Marriage Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Harden, and I'm so glad you showed up for our relationship chat today, as well as for you and your people. We're all about living intentionally here so you can experience joy and balance in your relationships once again or for the very first time. Be sure you hang with us on our social media platforms. And if you like research like I do, make sure you check out our website at enneagramandmarriage.com for our weekly newsletter, freebies, and so much more, as well as at Instagram and Facebook. We have so many goodies to share with you. Let's dive right in together. Hey guys, thanks for joining us for another round of EM today. We are so grateful to get to have the delightful Myrna Cervetti on to talk about all things Enneagram and health type by type with us. One of my favorite things about Myrna, however, is that she does not condemn or shame us for being exactly where we are on the health journey. And as you'll see when I share her own reflections in her own Instagram and website in our show notes today, you'll see that Myrna's humility is true and always wants to improve herself and others, as we will see from a very Newtonian moment with an apple one time as she contemplated health and fitness for each Enneagram type. She seriously really gets it though that we're all on our own unique bio-individual journeys and I can't thank her enough for that and for knowing that and sharing that and still helping us to improve. That's a beautiful thing because it is a bit of a tension when you're talking about health and fitness because we know that as we age our bodies, I like how C.S. Lewis put it in letters to an American lady. He said, our bodies become, and I have said I would not use a car analogy, so forgive me. This is C.S. Lewis's analogy, not mine, but he said that as we age, our bodies get more and more like old cars and needing repairs. And I I think that what Myrna helps us to do is to need repairs less if we can at least gain some great insights, tips, and tools from her. And we can do that together today, as well as really understand that while you are here on this earth, that you can do more when you are in balance or rhythm with your own body and your own system. So she's going to give us some ideas and tips. Feel free to listen to tips from other types because sometimes you're just in a state of mind or you're like, I am a seven, but I really feel very three lately, or I'm a two, but I really am in my eight right now. So understand that you can take and learn things from other personality type tips too. She gives a few generals for all all of us too. So I'm excited and thankful. And I know many of you have been doing some clearing away with me and trying to get organized or reorganized. And I'm really glad I got to do that. And you're going to have to help me during this process of turning my home upside down and then finding things in a cupboard that do not belong there. So I get it if you're right there too, where you're like, I'm getting organized, but it's definitely three steps forward, two steps back. That's exactly how I am. But I'm having sort of fun doing that. And I'm also, of course, peppering in times of refreshment and rest as needed. So keep on with the good work and the hilarity of it, the frustrations of it. I'm right there with you. And then also, I hope that you have had a good end to your summer or are ending it well. I know some of you are sending kids back this week or you yourself are studying or you are almost there. So just understand that we get that too. We're in it with you and I hope your systems can be a little bit refreshed and recharged by today's pod and 
other ENM announcements are stay tuned next week. We'll be talking more about our October 7th Glow Gala. So if you want a weekend in South Florida or a special night here, we will have the details on ticket prices next week. And I'm very thankful for that. I am so also excited to say that we have an upcoming chance to come into the collective, our ENM membership group coming up in the fall as well. So I will share more about that as the time comes. But if you need some deeper, more close ENM time with people who are on a journey, we really try to look out for one another in the group and really still learning a little bit about the group and who we all are, but feeling more and more confident that we have established a healthy rhythm and that I'm giving extra tools in a way that is not overwhelming and in a way that is actually helpful to people. So if you missed the first round, we're opening up soon, but not quite yet. I am still a tiny bit more of tweaking and then I'll be opening up because the goal is for as many people to get help as possible in the most affordable ways. But we also have coaches if you're somebody who really likes and needs one-to-one care and you really know that you need that. We also have glow guides, which are our guides for each pairing type. And I'm sharing this because for those who have been longtime ENM supporters, you may not know, but we get emails every week. I just forwarded two to Jen today to let them know hey, this is what we have. These are our offerings. So make sure you go backwards and grab podcasts from the past and then also know about many free resources as well as our membership group coaching, coaching certification, and soon, hopefully this live event. And also Hannah, my daughter has been working on ENM merch all summer long. We had to go from learning on the very basic formats to learning everything in Adobe Illustrator. And she's a four. So we've been taking painstaking time to do it well, to do it right. And it's beautiful. And she has to work with my visions and then come back and learn this whole system. But it's come out beautifully. And we even have a classic look for this merch, as well as a more fun, like I would say almost like millennial or Gen Z look. So I don't know which one you're going to like. I really like the younger one personally, but I started with the first one and then I'm like, that just doesn't have as much of the fun of ENM. It It is the serious side and we need that. And we have a total four over here. Like I have a four in my tri-type and I love the hashtag slash account slash thought reasons why my four is crying. But I also really love that joy of just knowing that we still have hope even when we have our lament time. So anyway, I hope our graphics, our events, our memberships will be able to hold all of that for you. And even today's podcast to be able to say it's not an either or, it's a both and. And we both strive for health and fitness as well as know that as we age, our bodies are decaying and we hope our spirit lives on and that we both know marriage is amazing and beautiful as well as very treacherous and hard at times. And the same goes for life and other human relationships. But I do want you guys to remember this, that we want to be safe and social together. And that's something that I really enjoyed relearning from the Vegas nerve training I recently did with Michael Shahan's therapy group and just really loved this online course, but also my own research and listening to Dr. Stephen Poor just talk about it and also talking with my husband Wes about it. So I understand that 
we have a lot of systems at work and we really want to be safe together, but also social together. So don't let that throw you off. If you've had some hard times, I want you to take deep breaths, get self-care like we're doing all month with you, and then come back into your people. Even if you're doing a lot of sighing or forgiving or, you know, opening your hands to God. Just don't give up on your people. You are worth it. They are worth it. And you were made for community, not just solo time. So take that, get refreshed. You know, I love that with you, but then come back to us. We need you. We need your bright glow in the world. And we're doing this work with you and we're pacing, right? So Also, if any of you are lit lovers, I just want to give our final sort of summer list that we finished here. And you can be thinking about whether you had a final summer read. I hope you had some at least a little bit relaxing summer reads. We did end up finishing Lord of the Rings Two Towers. We are now in The Return of the King, Jack and I, and we're very happy about that and loving the quotes that we're finding here and there, but also trudging through some of the harder passages. So that's been a great delicious learning experience. You heard me allude to CS Letters to an American Lady that Wes has been reading and I have just been dabbling in. And it's like reading somebody's mail. It's like that movie, You've Got Mail. So I'm like, oh my gosh, I do like CS Lewis also. So he's happy about that. But I have had to read a little bit of my old standby, which is Jane Austen. Emma, just when I have those days where I'm feeling just a little unsettled and even this sounds ridiculous, but when I hit that space, we all have our own little rhythms. And even in those days, like Pride and Prejudice is too much. I'm like, oh my gosh, no, I need peaceful reading. Even reading my Bible sometimes is a bit tumultuous in terms of some of the um, the allegories. And sometimes you just need something truly restful and peaceful before you fall asleep. So I am really looking at my rhythms and patterns and found myself back in Emma. Delightful. There's nothing bad that happens in that book except for literally somebody doesn't fall in love or doesn't get to get married quite soon enough. So it's ridiculously easy and fun and also good literature. So I've had a lot of good reads this summer and definitely continue to love the book of Proverbs in the Bible. So that's been my favorite space in the Bible. But like I said, sometimes I just need that pure comfort in my nine of my tri-types. So there's where I head right into Emma with you guys. Because um, the daytime reading, ooh, it's it's boss. It It's qualifier for jump scares. So <laughs> I have to have some peaceful night reading. So anyway, I hope you have fun with your summer reading and I will keep you posted. For those not in schools, maybe this inspires you to keep learning. That's something that I love to do. But balance, balance, rest, peaceful, all that stuff. Date nights. I hope you're taking it all with me. Okay. Well, let's talk to Myrna about her wonderful resources, her marriage story. She's in the one six dynamic. And then of course, some inspo for all of us. She is so in her seven joy. And I love this so much for all of us because it's just a great refreshing time for our weeks. Hey, Myrna. We're so happy to have you on the Enneagram and Marriage Podcast today. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yay, we are too. And as we were just chatting and laughing about this, we have a lot of one energy this month. (laughs) Yes. One energy (laughs) is wonderful energy. (laughs) It is. And you know what? Honestly, like health and fitness month, we are so grateful for you guys. So thank you so much for being here with us today. Absolutely. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. And we always like pass each other on vacation because you live in the Atlanta area and I'm in the Tampa area. And so I'll be like, hi, and you'll be like, hi, right? 
Yes, every time I'm in Florida, I'm like, ah, they're here. <laughs> One day we're going to actually pass each other at the same time. <laughs> I know me too. And I love your area as my audience here knows for some reason, I'm always talking about Kennesaw Mountain. So <laughs> I love yeah. your beautiful area. Yeah. We've got a beautiful blend of so many things here. I love it too. It's hard mm -hmm. to leave. I keep saying I'm going to move back to Florida, but I've admitted now it's not going to happen. Right. I don't think you are because we <laughs> say we're going to move there when we retire. <laughs> yes. I understand that completely. It is yeah. too beautiful here and we get seasons. So something to think about. Mm -hmm. Yes, it is. That's what we love. So anyway, our audience and I are so happy to have you and we want to hear your love story. You have a type six hubby. Is that right? Yes, that is so true. <laughs> oh, well, I can't wait to hear about your marriage a little bit and how you guys met if you're okay with telling us that. Yeah, absolutely. So my husband's name's Tyler. He spells it with two E's, which is really, really fun. Um, because wow. everyone it's T Y E L E R. And everyone is always like spells it wrong. Even our email is every joint email, they always spell it wrong. It's hilarious to me. Um, but now to me, that's how you spell it the right way. It's weird when people spell it like without the two E's. Anyway, um, we actually met in church. I we I went to school in Gainesville, Florida, and he happened to be in it. like we were going to the same church. He was there um went to school there for a little bit but then just hung out there and i went there for college so i knew him for like maybe five years before i was even interested in him he was the classic like oh he's a great friend but he's never gonna be my husband he's just a really really great friend <laughs> but we all always knew like you know the girls talk and so we always knew like whoever ends up with tyler is literally going to be treated like a queen um but we're always like but it's not gonna be me <laughs> and so friends friends like seriously friend zoned um but five years in it happened to be me <laughs> oh my gosh how awesome I'm so happy for you and for him he is so blessed to have you too <laughs> truly I mean one the one in me is like absolutely he's so blessed to have me but the reality is I'm honestly blessed to have him he's got the most kind like kind-hearted most loyal human that I've ever met which is I guess pretty typical for a six um, mm -hmm. but he just like it's funny because when you see him out like out and about he's a servant like he literally yeah. was always serving and doing things in church um which is why he was known and noticeable um oh, but wow. he just seemed like a class clown like he's just that type that's like lighthearted and like it's yeah. like really cool but you know you can't have a deep conversation with him <laughs> until you do and you're like oh my gosh there's so much depth to this man oh, yeah. um and he just I don't know he just one conversation with him um <laughs> on a road trip I was just like oh gosh I came back with feelings and I was just like oh, oh my gosh oh my gosh what is happening <laughs> <laughs> and here we are like 10 years later <laughs> oh my goodness that is so cool what a beautiful romance story and you have so much in common and I'm sure your values are so similar and um are you guys good planners together you know we call that one perfectly planned we are and i don't think we realized that we were um but we definitely like people would joke i had my whole life planned out down to like i was gonna like go to school and get married like all the details i planned it all the way up to like having a kid because i knew that once you had a kid every you throw everything out the window like it's just pointless to try to yeah. plan anything when you have children but yeah. um yeah. the two of us were constantly planning like trips together and like um like, where do we want to live and what do we want to do like when we dream like we literally dream big but like with such a particular precise plan that it, it really does kind of always come together and it happens 
Um, yeah. so I, I absolutely love it. Being married to him has been such a joy and so fun. And we get to learn a lot about so many things because as similar as we are, we're also so different. Yes, that's so, true. Because thinking triad and body type, I mean, those are such different places and spaces. But I like how you commented that he had a lot of depth because I noticed that about sixes, they're right in the center of the thinking triad, as you know. And so it's amazing to think about how when he's released at his best, he's probably brilliant. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like He's a genius. Um, And I like watch him. I've watched him over the years. And I think I'm just so in awe of how like his brain works and the way he's so meticulous, yet so loose and fun. And I'm like, how how do you do what you do? Like I don't understand um, his ability to just be so like flexible yet like really precise um mm-hmm. you know six is like things a certain way yet he like has this like weird flexibility about him that I'm like I just I don't I don't know how to explain it but it's just really cool to watch mm-hmm. um you know my oneness really likes things to stay that certain way and so <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it's like okay it's a little too flexible here but it's fun Yeah. And he, I I noticed that sixes have like threes and nines, that ability to be able to do the feelings thing and the body thing. And then when they're healthy to do the thinking really well. So I am with you where I'm like, I have to do a lot of other steps, but it's so nice to see that three, six, nine. So I'm so glad. And he is, like I said, so blessed to have you. And what do you think he would say if he were here to say why he fell in love with you? Same stuff. Or would he say something different? Oh, it's so funny because I asked him this all the time. I'll just randomly be sitting there and be like, so why did you fall in love with me? Like, remind me again, like, explain that. Um, And he always looks at me like, I've told you a million times, why are we asking, we're having the same conversation. Um, But what would he say about me? I think it's funny because while we are perfectly planned, like I am, it's the the planning and the meticulous and like the having everything that's put together and like situated and taken care of. I think he really appreciates having that foundation in me and that I'm able to do that because, you know, we like, he'll talk a really, really great game and then he won't like write anything down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, I got you on the writing it down. <laughs> um, he just started his business, which is really awesome. Um, he's an electrician. And so he'll be like, oh, I just scheduled, you know, X, Y, Z. And I'm like, awesome. Is it on the calendar? <laughs> he's like, right. <laughs> Let me do that or I'll help him with that. And so it's just really fun to to be able to like work together in that way and support him with those putting it down on paper things. Oh my gosh. So he's just like for a million reasons. And you're like, honestly, though, what? <laughs> and you're like reminding yourself, which I love as a one that you're like taking the time to say, like, I truly make his details come to life. And that is so beautiful because you both are so others focused that you're truly caring about him. I know my husband said to me this week, um, if I do it for me, I won't do it. But if I do it for the rest of you guys, I will do it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like you guys have such caring hearts and you and your husband are both in that triad. So it's so cool. Yeah. That's so funny. You say that. It's so true. Cause I'm like, he does the dishes for me. Oh oh my (laughs) my goodness. And he'll cut the grass for me. And it's so fun how watching that play out in a relationship. It's so cool. Well, you're in such a beautiful space to be able to share with others. That's why I'm so glad you have your coaching going on. And I hope everyone will be hearing about how to find you on Instagram and otherwise as we connect here. But let's talk a little bit about your main A game, which is your health coaching. Tell us a little bit about that. 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. So I stumbled into it after I had my first baby girl, um, you know, postpartum, everyone said you'd lose 13 pounds right off the table. And I was just like, haha, that did not happen to me. <laughs> yeah. um, and so, you know, two and a half months after I had her, I was just trying to get healthy and trying to figure out, and, and I would say I was pretty healthy, but like trying to figure out like, how do I get back to where I was? <laughs> um, and as a one, it was like, there's a right way to do this. And how do I do this and all of the things. And so um, I had engaged in that journey and like, I love structure, not surprising as a one. And so structure program really worked for me. Um, but then I found myself really like, like once I got to my goal, I found myself really having a hard time, like letting go of the rules when it came to food. And during my journey of like losing weight and doing that, I started helping others do the same because again, that others focus thing. And I was finding that they, some people just didn't like the structure as much as I did, which was crazy to me. Like, why would you not? Like, it's just so easy. It's so perfect. Like, why is it not working for you? <laughs> um, and then I discovered the Enneagram or like rediscovered it through the lens of health and realized, because I was, it's funny, I still remember it to this day. I was standing in my kitchen in front of the counter and I was staring at an apple and I really wanted to eat the apple. But the apple had just too much sugar, according to the program that I was on. It was like, you can't have it if you're trying to lose weight. But it's like, I've lost the weight. I don't need the apple with like the rules. And I was obviously, as you can hear, caught in the tension of all of that. Yeah. Um, it was a stinking apple. Like they say an apple a day. We know apples are good. Um, <laughs> and so I realized in that moment, like, oh my gosh, like my oneness is literally making it so hard for me to like just live life the way that I want to when it came to food, because I felt like I had to stick to the rules. And then it dawned on me like, and this is why certain people, like, especially I always say sevens, because they're like complete opposite of me and they're like, yes. they want to have fun and they want adventure. It's like, don't make me eat the same thing every single day. Yeah, yeah, a hundred. I realized why my like types, like certain clients might be struggling because say they are a type seven, which is my best friend was a type seven and she did struggle with the structure. It was like, this makes sense, like new variety. And so that's essentially um, how me combining the Enneagram with health came to be. It was just me, I'm an apple one day. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And, you know, they say the rest is history. Oh, I love that. So you really got to have this room. I mean, you know what you're reminding me of Isaac Newton, something about like (laughs) (laughs) the fruit. Anyway, like the brilliance started and then now it's here and we get to be benefiting from it today. But I love that as a one that you were saying to yourself, like not everyone is wired like me and we'll go through this process. It will be different core motivations as to why they pick up that food, um, do that body work, don't do that body work. So I'm so glad just knowing that I didn't know that about you. And that's a fun story. And the others focused is so beautiful. So do you mind taking us through each of the types, starting with one to tell us a little bit about how at Enneagram and Marriage, we're focusing in on health this month. Um, what people can be doing of the various types. And I hope they'll connect with you too, but would that be okay? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So I think we'll just kind of talk through like healthy habits by type at a general level. I think that's probably the best because then it applies to everyone, regardless of if you're focusing on like the eating part of physical health or the exercise part of physical health, I think it really, um, the habits are foundational. And so um let's get started thank you let's start with type one awesome so these are all I will say like general observations that I've seen with my clients but also in like based on their types especially as they engage in their personal physical health so a lot of these tips relate to either exercise or eating and honestly both 
um, because your type is your type and like that's kind of the foundational core motivations that are happening and so starting with type ones probably heard me share a little bit is like type ones we really like that structure <laughs> um, and accountability and feedback we love to know how we can improve um, and so having a someone that's holding us accountable, but giving us feedback to like make those tweaks is really helpful. But that doesn't mean that it has to be rigid. And I think that's what I've learned mm. over the years. Like the structure is helpful, but that doesn't mean that I have to like keep myself in a box. As you evolve, evolve with your program or whatever it is that you're doing. It can be really, really helpful for our ones. For our type twos, this may not come as a surprise, but relational support and connection is like super critical. Um, and so like, especially for a lot of my type two clients it's I want to go to the gym when I go to the gym it's like womp womp but like when I go with a friend it's like the most exciting experience ever (laughs) so engaging someone in your journey is so critical I think for our type twos because then they can talk it out especially because talking it out is really helpful for our ones twos and sixes anyway and so like having somebody to talk through like the food choices or you know meal planning or what they want to do just having someone in that journey and connecting with someone through the journey is super super important to them mm-hmm. um for type threes <laughs> they are known as the achievers which i guess this is the part where i have to give my nuanced disclaimer because every type is so nuanced and so you might lean more toward your wings or your pads as you engage in your health journey and so what i share okay. is truly about like that dominant average um type but it might not okay feel super applicable so observe that and even to the folks like observe that listen and lean into doing what works for you in your journey um but for our threes like competition and some measure of achievement is super super helpful for threes Mm -hmm. so like how can I do this and do this the best and not in this like arrogant way of like I want to be the best at this but like it's motivating for some to be able to have that in their journey um Mm -hmm. so like how will I measure that I'm doing great with my eating habits? Is it that you're sticking to it every day? Is it that you're eating a certain number of meals or a certain number of um, fruits or vegetables or whatever it might be? Like know what that measurement is. So you can be like, yes, I'm doing it. And with working out, that was probably a little more obvious. It's like, I go seven days a week or I'm building the muscle or I'm losing the weight or whatever it might be, like really leaning into that could be motivating and helpful for everybody. Mm, I love how with our heart types and you did this also with ones, you're saying like, don't be too rigid on your type and try to change yourself when you're already trying to change your eating habits. I'm hearing that like, cause you're like twos like people and like, yes, they need people when they're trying to take on a new habit. And I feel like sometimes, as you know, in the Enneagram world, we can take ourselves away from what we need in order to grow stronger, but we can also forget that these are coping techniques for a reason. So it's interesting. I'm hearing that. Thank you. Yeah. Um, it's funny in my journey, I've realized I lean into nuance a lot. And I think it's yeah. because we are nuanced humans. And so the yeah. Enneagram is such a helpful guide, but it's yeah. not the like end all be all on this is who you are and this is what you must do. And so noticing <laughs> yeah. that I think in our journeys also helps us to be more successful in our journeys. I think it's like mm. being gentle with ourselves is really what helps. Mm. Um, because we're trying to transform ourselves in some way, shape, or form most of the time when it comes to health. And that's a very vulnerable place mm-hmm. when we're already trying to like cope through. <laughs> and so our types become really alive and active. Thank you <laughs> for just reminding that. us. We don't have to do it all at once. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I needed that exactly. today. Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. You're welcome. Okay. All right. All right. Well, let's talk fours. So our fours. So we all know our fours love the aesthetics um, and like the surroundings. So for some fours, it can be really helpful for them to have a connection 
um, beyond the rote action of like an exercise plan or a meal plan. So like for some working out with another person, usually like a walk where they can really connect or making their food from scratch and personalizing it to their taste buds is really huge. My sister's a four mm. and she like loves to make things from scratch. And I'm like, weird human. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it should be ready for you. No, I mean, the kitchen is like a very interesting relationship. And so when she's trying to do things that from scratch, I'm always like, you know, you can just buy the cake mix and do it that way. It's like, no, 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 that's not going to work for four. It has to be from scratch. True. And so um, really just allowing yourself to break out of that rope action and really personalizing it and engaging in the beauty of a process or even just like mm-hmm. the thing itself. Um, so like if they're working out, being able to do it, like looking at a beautiful surrounding, like the mountains or something like that, that is really helpful for our fours. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for our fives, it is a sense of wonder and simplicity um, is mm. what I like to say and how I like to describe it. So I find that fives really enjoy things like hiking and kayaking, like engaging mm-hmm. experiences yes. that allow them to like ponder and retreat, <laughs> like manage their energy, but like on their own terms. Yes. Ooh, um, that's and good. so it's, yeah, it's really, really cool. I think, and like knowing that fives are right between that four and that six, it's really cool to see like, there's that beauty of the four coming out and the adventuring of the outdoors. Mm-hmm. And then that six of like the consistent, like hiking is a simple thing that they can, maybe not simple for everyone, but like it's a, yeah. essentially like they get to be outside and they get to like keep it, keep it conventional and routine. Mm-hmm. Um, so they can lean into those wings a little bit, but for fives, like having that way to manage the energies is crucial. And then with food is similar. It's like fives mm-hmm. tend to like eat the same thing all the time, mm-hmm. keeping it really simple without having to put a lot of energy towards thinking through um the details of like every meal so Mm. there for them which really relates to our sixes who love the conventional typical exercises they love the familiar foods they're willing to be stretched especially if they've got a lot of that seven in them Mm. um but if they don't they would prefer not to stretch um and so (laughs) I always joke because my husband's a six yeah I was like what's Tyler he is a six and he is Italian and so we will go out to an Italian restaurant and he is he literally looks at the menu like he's going to get something different. And I'm literally sitting there like you're going to get spaghetti and meat sauce. Like you're not getting something different. <laughs> and yet every time he gets the menu and he like wants to like branch out, but he won't. He's going to get spaghetti and meat sauce. Like <laughs> always. <laughs> as long as it's an Italian restaurant, spaghetti and meat sauce. It's hilarious. Oh, yeah. um, and oh. so they like that familiar food. Um, and so when leaning into like health, it's like, what are the things that I really enjoy and like what's really working for my body that may, you know, that can support me in this journey. Um, mm-hmm. And just accepting, like, you might just want the same thing all the time. And that's okay. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You don't always have to do something different. Like our sevens, who, does, yeah. who do love the variety and the adventure. Um, mm-hmm. Honestly, with both exercise and with meal planning, they're the ones at the restaurant that get like all of the thing. If there's like <laughs> that menu item where it's like you get a little bit of everything, sevens <laughs> are likely going to be the ones <laughs> to get that one guilty we can be over the top like way appetite way bigger than your stomach it's not going to work out here but we somehow fantasize that it will it's like oh no no no. this time it'll work (laughs) maybe not but it's handy when um, engaging in a health plan because you get to like adventure through it and like well let's try this food or let's try that food and I think sometimes it can be seen like some people look at it as a limitation like oh I don't like the structure of a plan but actually I think it allows you to like broaden your horizons and you'll try things Mm -hmm. um, that maybe other people won't like creating rutabaga fries or like like those more random foods that I'm (laughs) like, 
I'm not going to take the time to make a rutabaga fries, but maybe <laughs> my fun-loving sevens would. And, and I can try with them. Yes, um, awesome. We love taste tests and stuff. So yeah, I've done that where I buy the fun cookbooks. I'm like, can you tell the difference between this and this? And it's like, yeah, <laughs> we find it, the fun. But you're right. We have to start uh, owning kind of, yeah, I probably am gluttonous here. I don't think all, like you said, the nuance, some of them aren't gluttonous with food. I know many of us are. So I like for you to give us those foodie tips on like healthier ways of doing that. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Just have fun with the foods. And yeah. I think that that also applies for every type, right? Like just have fun with the process. Mm -hmm. Um, I think sometimes if we can see the joy in it and like make it more fun, Mm -hmm. we are connecting more with like that inner piece of inner part of us that allows us to really like do the thing that our bodies need us to do without having Mm -hmm. to think like be so heady about it. I think sometimes Mm -hmm. you get a little too heady in the journey. Um, Mm -hmm. to be fun, to be fun. Mm -hmm. I love that. And I love how you're saying with the fives and sixes, they want a bit more of the routine and structure with the fitness even, but that the seven is the world of possibilities. And so it's nice to be able to say like, there's a lot you could do, but make sure you do choose something or perhaps that you don't overdo. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Especially that overdo. It's funny you say that because those are going to the eights. Oh yeah. Intensity is their thing. Um, but what's cool about the eights, it's like it's intensity, but on their terms. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, so running might not be super intense. Like running an eight running is very different than like a six running. Most of the time, mm-hmm. again, these are like nuanced and generic terms, but like a six likes their simple, like conventional, typical exercise, whereas an eight is probably going to be more of the like sprinter right so like if you're an attack meet the eights are probably the ones doing the sprints whereas mm-hmm. our sixes are probably the ones doing the um long distance runs yeah. um, and that's again being very generic there right. mm-hmm. either type can do either thing but what's really cool is for our eights um just realizing like as long as it's on their own terms and they have a little bit of intensity in there they'll really enjoy it. it's like kickboxing and boxing and like intense mm-hmm. running because it's so important for our eights to be able to like release that energy and put that stored up. They carry so much tension, mm-hmm. um, which a lot of people do. Um, but our eights tend to carry it a little bit more that I found at least. Um, and so really being able to do that. And then with food, literally it has to be on their terms. Um, and so when supporting an eight through like meal planning and foods and that sort of thing, it's really about like, what do you enjoy? What do you like? What do you want this to look like? And that, applies for all types but especially our eights because if you tell them hey do it this way it's going to be like why (laughs) and how and give me more (laughs) because i'm not just going to listen to you because you tell me i'm supposed to (laughs) and no yep (laughs) exactly exactly so it's really helping them create what they and that's again every type but especially our eights i find that to be very very true Mm -hmm. um and then our nines um they love their comfort um and long distance like long lasting slower paced routine based things tend to yeah. work really well for them especially in exercise um but even in like as long as it's not super energy taxing to make happen they're mm-hmm. typically like down to do it right as long as it's not going to take all of their energy they can still relax through it um give them the comfort that they need accommodate the cravings that they have but then also like giving them the space to figure it out on their own mm-hmm. um is really really important it's like all right so here are a couple options here are a couple things that you can't possibly do like go take the time you need to figure it out I think too often like um it's like all right so what are you gonna do it's like oh it's not gonna work that well for every night like they might need some space yeah. to like through it and mull over it and 
Mm -hmm. um, consider like, what's the thing that's really going to work for me? Um, mm -hmm. At the end of the day, and I feel like I said this with every type, like at the end of the day, that's a little bit of everybody, right? Like we need time to like think about it and mull over it. But you'll find that like ones and threes are probably really quick to be like, yes, I want this thing. Whereas our, you know, our nines and sixes might need a little more time to process through um, like the choices that they're going to make and where they're going to go and how they're going to do it. Um, and I think that that's a super important step is the like considering like, what do I need in this journey and why am I engaging in this journey and like really personalizing it for them versus like, here's the thing you should do. Go ahead and do it. Mm. I I love that. I love, and you mentioned it when you talked about fives, but the whole invitation to ponder, to really sit there, to be like, I'm worth it to sit there and to think it through. And I love how you're real. I, I'm excited for people to come to you in this way that I can see how you're not going to put them in an unhealthy box, but you're literally like, if this is true for you, like this could be so freeing for us to know together because now they have an invitation to grow from where they're already at versus you trying to be like, oh, everyone's health plan would be this way. And so it's it's beautiful to hear that you know that about the nines where they're going to want a couple options usually. But then because they're in that body type along with you in the eights, they're like, but I'm still wanting autonomy. I still might be having an inner no but nobody not necessarily knows that unless they know the Enneagram. So that's so key. Yeah. It's so critical. I found that like just being able to see how people operate through the lens of the Enneagram. I mean, we know this, right. It can apply to so many things, but yeah. then like, as we engage in our health journeys, it's, it's so transformational because I think it allows us when used appropriately, it really allows us to be gentle with ourselves in a journey mm -hmm. that we're taking with ourselves, especially mm -hmm. when it comes to something so vulnerable and mm -hmm. um, transformative as like trying to lose weight or trying to gain weight or whatever it might be with like related to weight or getting stronger or, you know, just whatever's happening with our bodies. Like it's such a vulnerable personal experience mm -hmm. and that we need to like get personal and vulnerable with through the lens of the Enneagram with that experience to help each individual person because every one client that I get is going to be different and yeah. how they approach and like internalize the oneness through their journeys. So mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. That's that's beautiful and it's true. As we're finishing up just the types, do you have anything that you just want to make sure that people know in general as they're really focusing in on their health journey as maybe an individual, maybe as a couple, but anything you just say like, yes, as much as this was nuanced, this is something I really remind everybody on. I know you said be gentle. That's a huge one. Yeah, that's a really, really huge one. Um, I would also say, especially from a couple perspective, yeah. like, leave room for each other's types to really be playing out. So like, I really love that structure and I needed things to be the same. And I'm like, I could eat probably the same meal a couple times a week and not have a problem. Um, whereas that wasn't the case for Tyler. He leaves pretty seven when it comes to food. Um, six, seven, I, I would say. So like, he likes the same thing in the restaurant, but like at home it was like, and I'm over this particular food. Can we move on to another? And it's like, but I'm not going to cook it. So like, how are we going to do this thing? And so like really just trying to figure out that balance mm -hmm. um, and like honoring each other's types and how it's playing out um, in the food mm -hmm. arena because mm -hmm. can, it can be really tricky and you have honestly very different habits. What I mean, you might've noticed that you might not have, but like really just kind of paying attention to like, how is that playing out? Mm -hmm. um, especially because you have dinner together. And so yeah. <laughs> it, 
kind of probably is coming up. <laughs> yes, especially when you have kids and I know you have your new baby girl. So congrats yes. on her too. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, especially with kids. It's very yeah. tricky. But I think what's beautiful um, with folks that do have children, I always tell them like, pay attention to how your kiddo eats, especially if they're like under five. Mm-hmm. Pay attention to how they eat because I think there's so much for us to learn from how kids navigate food. They don't have all the rules around food. We give them those rules, right? And so, mm-hmm. like the wiping the plate rule, you have to eat a little bit of carbs, a little bit of fruit, and like all of the things. Like, yes, it's important. I think to give them those guides, but I also think like kids know when they're done, and they tell you that they're done, and they know when they're hungry, and they tell you when they're hungry. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, like especially with my four-year-old I just let her like lead us in that arena like if she wants to eat her whole plate that day great if she doesn't like awesome do you want to save it for later or what do we want to do with this mm-hmm. and just giving her a lot of autonomy in her journey um because I think when we can take away all of the societal rules around food like our innate food wisdom takes over and kids have that and so like it's so important to me that I like allow her to keep that and continue to cultivate that because wow. um, I don't have that anymore I have like societal rules society yeah. rules, and I'm constantly trying to like mm-hmm. reframe and like see like I can have cake it's okay for me to have cake maybe mm-hmm. I don't want to eat the whole thing of cake but even if I did eat the whole thing of cake like yeah. after two days of eating a whole thing of cake I'm gonna like hate the whole thing of cake and so <laughs> um just like being able to reframe that for myself is mm-hmm. important but I think with our kiddos I've just I've learned so much from her just in watching mm-hmm. how she operates around it's really honestly a beautiful journey. Ooh, that is a beautiful journey. And just hearing the way that you are respecting the way God made her is also beautiful that you're like, there is something innocent and sweet about her natural abilities to know when she's full and to be guided toward this without shame. That is, oh my gosh, so key. And um, my kids are 10 and up and I'm seeing with my youngest, who is a six, the Enneagram's already in him. (laughs) And so he's like, and he, we debate occasionally if he's a seven, but we're 99.9% sure he's a six. And so he's like, I am just done with this lasagna, but am I done mom? And so he said that to me last night. (laughs) I was like, are you, you know, I'm putting it back on (laughs) because I'm like, you're a six. Like, I don't know if you're done, but like, I want you to know. So I will help, but I'm also trying to encourage him. Like, what check in with your body. How are you feeling? And then he can come back to me and he goes, I am done. And I'm like, okay, good. But it's like, it's like, I have to work with the fact that Enneagram is in him now. Like he's, it's like his development is there and there's, there's pros and cons to that. And there's sadnesses and I've had to grieve things and I celebrate things. But I think what we're both saying too, is the journey is beautiful. And like, there's a lot of hope on the journey, even if you find you are stuck in your patterns, or I'm even seeing it in my kid. Um, and I love that the younger kids, it's like, you don't necessarily see that yet, but, um, either way, it's fun for me to see the shifts when we're healthy around our kids and our spouses, because yeah, you also said, um, with the ones being able to eat everything every night. And Wes said to me before several times when I make something he likes, he goes, I love it. Make that every night. And I just laugh because I'm like, oh, Wes, like I'm at seven. Will I be making dinner tomorrow? <laughs> Will there be anything on the plate? You know, <laughs> <It's> just, <Yeah. laughs> much less the same thing every night. And so, yeah. you know, but we challenge each other because we have to look at the gray area of why is there no dinner or why can't this person have the same every night? Or maybe we go through a season where we do that because we're like, you know what? We're both on board. So thank yeah, you for exactly. like just 
making me laugh on all this. Yeah, that's so cool. Like to see how that shift also happens with children, right? Like that's just that's so so cool. Um, to see, pardon, see what Enneagram develop. You know, they say like don't type them when they're like super young, and I'm always like, I know we're not supposed to type them, but I like I look at my daughter and I'm like. Feel like you're just gonna be an eight like you just have so much eightness and the two like I see the past playing out and it's like oh but I'm not gonna type my four-year-old I'm just gonna watch her and her journey and like let her develop and see how that plays out and yeah that's that's so fun that's so so fun that's beautiful she's lucky to have a mom who can nurture her as an eight-ish female like I'm so excited for you both because like we love that fire out there that she's going to be strong and godly and gracious and thank you for just working on shaping her that's so beautiful to hear excited about it well we'll see we'll see how she plays out yes all of I know Yeah, she could totally be different. And so that's the beauty of leaving kids to develop as they will. And and that's what we both are saying, even though we're like, okay, we can tell, but like how, because you're so good at helping couples and individuals and kids, like clearly you care, clearly you're gifted. How can people get in touch with you so they can connect with you about questions they have or anything that they can receive from you? Enia Health, um, E-N-N-E-A Health. Um, And I am always in the DMs, love connecting with people, just chatting and talking. <laughs> My husband jokes with me now because I'll be like responding to someone. He's like, who are you talking to? I'm like, you don't know this person. <laughs> it's one of my followers. Like, it's just so fun for me to be able to engage with people. And so you can follow me at email to ask me the questions um, and you can connect with me there. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. And I love that little bit about you and your hubby. How adorable that he's like, who is this? Yeah. <laughs> it's a friend of mine. You don't know them. <laughs> Isn't that the cool thing? He's like, like yeah. So relational. yeah, he's so relational that he wants to be like part of it too. And I'm like, but you don't know them. And like, this is for me, not you. <laughs> right. But he's like, but it's I so- do. I'm a six and I can tell me, you know, and so sweet. It's like the sweetest personality. A hundred percent agree with you on living with a six. Like you just both are so blessed to have each other. And I'm so glad. So thank you for sharing your love story with us too. We had a one six couple on and now she's actually a five because she was mistyped. And so you're our first official one six couple. (laughs) (laughs) And we are officially one and officially six. I go through seasons where I'm like, am I really a one? Oh my gosh, I can't believe I got it wrong. And like, I'm a three, I have to be a three. I can't believe I did it wrong. And then everyone's always like, Maria, you're freaking out that you're doing it wrong. I want to step back and like think about that for a second. <laughs> like your frustration with yourself is that you're doing it wrong. Yeah, <laughs> clearly you're a one. Yeah, I'm clearly a one. Uh, and he's definitely a six. There's, oh my gosh, all of the scenarios come up with that yeah. man, which is so helpful to have. Um, so yeah, we're, we're truly a one six couple and I, I love it. I really love it. I'm so glad. And I love uh, hers too. Cause now that she's like, we're a one five, it's like, there's all these new things to discover, but either way, it's like, when you get the roadmap, it's like, ah, okay, I get you and I can have compassion. And so that is the journey every single day as couples, as families, and my kids know it. And they're so happy to be able to, you know, extend compassion with us. We're all doing our work together. So guys, if you want to connect with Myrna, she is truly doing beautiful work out there. And I just want to say thank you so much for being available. And we just are so happy for also the boundaries you set when you need time with your family. So thank you for this time with us. We know how valuable it is. 
thank you so much. It's truly been a joy and honor chatting with you. Yay, thank you. Okay, so thank you so, so much for listening and investing in you. I'm so grateful for you. I hope you continue to check out our resources. Most of all, though, today, I hope you'll check out Myrna's beautiful story, resources, her Instagram page, her beautiful family. They welcomed their second child recently. So go check her out and really follow her because she has a story that is just beautiful. You'll find on her website too, like I hinted to in the episode. She really has decided to just live the best she can and knows that our bodies are not flawless, but that they really are beautiful and unique and worthy of love and taking good care of. So Please take that with you today. Please have a wonderful day and start to your fall or wherever you are in your season. We'll talk with you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you again for listening with us. It was so wonderful to have you. I love knowing we're doing this journey together, not perfectly, but with love, grace, and hopefully some fun too. If you love today's episode, make sure you leave us a five-star review at Apple Podcast or Spotify so others can find it too. Visit our show notes so you can get all the links from today's show, as well as EnneagramInMarriage.com, the Instagram, the Facebook, and all over the place. Make sure you spread the word. Love living intentionally with you. Bye-bye.